creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Oh dear, right, yeah, I think it's our phone systems that's having a bit of a problem this morning. But Stephen, are you there? I'm here, yeah. Marvellous <laughs> stuff, I'm so pleased we, we managed to tie the knots together. Uh, so, uh, good morning and welcome. Now, as, as, as I was saying, uh, if ever you want to know anything about Gilbert and Sullivan, then you're the man to come and see because uh, you're a member of the National <laughs> GNS Opera Company and you've performed in all 13 of the 15, uh, sorry, in all 13 of the Gilbert and Sullivan um, operators. Do, I mean, do you have a, before we start talking about the Mikado, do you have a favourite of Gilbert and Sullivan operas that you prefer to perform in? I have two, really, uh, if I'm allowed to have two. Oh, of um, course. And it's Yeoman uh, of the Guard, which I absolutely adore, and uh, HMS Pinafore, which is another one which I I think is just little... They're both little gems. They, they are indeed. I, yeah, I, I've seen yeah. both of them, and I know exactly what you mean. I love a bit of Gilbert yeah. and Sullivan. Um, I do. Now then, for those who don't know the story of the Mikado and, and the town of Titipu, uh, what is it all about? Well, it's about a young man who comes to the town of Titipu in search of a, a girl that he's seen called Yum Yum. And uh, he introduces himself to Yum Yum, and it, but he doesn't tell her, in fact, that he's the son of the Mikado. And uh, after many uh, plots and twists and turns, uh, he has to be beheaded because the Mikado says, if you don't behead somebody, your, your, your village, your town will be reduced to the rank of a village. And little does he know that he says, well, if, if, I, if I say I've killed you, the act of saying I've killed you means I've killed you. So we're all right. But then the Mikado comes to the town to find out what, what has happened. And uh, they, they realise that they've committed quite a big boo-boo and that, uh, that, that they've, they've actually beheaded the heir to the throne of Japan. But all turns out well in the end. As it should do as well. So Now, I've, I've seen you perform in the Mikado at, um, I think it was Derby Theatre, a while ago. Um, so yeah. I, I know what a brilliant um, opera... Is he an opera or an operetta? What, what do we class it as? I think we class it as an operetta, really, I suppose. Because oh. it's got dialogue in it. Lovely. Uh, of operas, course, yeah. Operas don't have separate dialogue. No, usually. they don't. Yeah. Now then, this is a little bit different. This um, this version that we're putting on uh, at Ravenshead um, because it's a concert version of the Mikado. So, what's the difference between a full blown operetta version uh, and the concert version? Well, I like to think that this one is is um, is not really too far away from the uh, actual stage show because we, of course did our show in 2020 and then a week or so later we went into the pandemic and then we tried to resurrect a year later and we did most of the work for a performance of the Mikado but then of course the second wave uh, hit us and a lot of people felt uneasy about uh, you know coming out and and rehearsing with lots of other people yeah. so we put it in store and we've with that now uh, brought it all out and thrown it all up into the air and uh, it lands in a sort of a semi-staged narrated concert version with dialogue and all the music Marvellous. Plus, plus some extra bits of music which you don't find in the Mikado usually oh 
bit of a treat then for anybody who's uh, yeah. sort of seeing this for the first time. Uh, and this has all been put yeah. on at St. Peter's Church um, at Ravenshead. Whereabouts is St. Peter's Church? Um, oh dear, now you've hit me with a question. Um, it's it, not difficult to find because it's very well signposted. If you're coming into Ravenshead from the main, you know, opposite Newstead Abbey entrance is where, yes. is where, uh, yeah, there. And then you take a left and then another left and you're there. So it's, it's, it's easily signposted. Is it, a, is it sort of up Sheep Walk Lane? It is. Lovely That's stuff. It. You can see yeah, I know, I know where Sheep Walk Lane is, so I'll be <laughs> I'll be able to find it. So I'm looking forward to this on Friday. Now then, tell sure. us a little bit about the society um, itself, um, St Peter's Gilbert and Sullivan Society, because it's been going for a while, hasn't it? It has, yes. I mean, I, I joined about, I think I've done them all with them now, except the gondoliers and the Grand Duke, um, which we haven't. So how many, how many is that I've done? Ten of them. This is my eleven, which I've done with them, and they've been, yes, a flourishing society, all all that time, and, and and even for years and years and years before they go back, it must be over fifty years. I would have thought. Uh, Nineteen fifty-four, I believe. Looking at uh, my, my notes here, um, so and you know what? I, I was thinking fifty years. It's a long time. It was only the seventies, the fifty years, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, you, yeah. you think 50 years and you think, my goodness, you know, electricity's only just been invented. Uh, but no, the <laughs> 1970s is 50 years ago. Flipping out. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, 1954, the society was set up. Uh, so, yeah, they've been there a while. Now, then, the people that are involved in the society, what's the, what's the age range um, of the society? Uh, it's really quite wide, I would have said. There are youngsters, younger people, I should say, uh, and then going to the one, and some who've been in for years and years, and have certainly been in a, quite a lot of them ever since I joined them and, um, and did my first opera, which was Utopia Limited, what, 11 years ago. But a lot of, a lot of you know, new people, some younger people, a lot of the old ones. I mean, we did suffer from numbers when we came back you know, into doing it again after the pandemic. But uh, the, the quality of the music and everything else is kept really high, so I'm really pleased with it. Marvellous. Now then, you wear two or three different hats uh, for, for this production. You're the producer, the director, you've adapted it, you're the conductor of the show. <laughs> um, I mean, do, do you sort of ever get dizzy thinking which job you're doing at, at any particular time, because you are very much involved in this this production, aren't you? Um, I mean, I, don't, I say I don't usually do all those jobs. I usually just um, just direct them. Uh, but uh, uh, this time they asked me would I would I conduct it as well, and I thought, well, why not? It's it's nice because you, when you get to the show, it's very it's very sort of quite uh, crestfalling when you all you can do is sit at the back and watch it. So it's quite nice to be able to conduct them as well and do things with the music, which you know, you know, are going to put, prove great results. Now, there, as conductor, are, are you going to be sort of at, at the at the sort at the front where people can can see you, or as the you know the 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 St Peter's Church Hall? Uh, has that got like an underground pit? So, are, are you visible? No, I'm visible. I have to actually sit with the audience. 
Ah, right. You see, now, now this for me, every time I go to a, a theatre and you, you sort of watch the conductor, you think, how do people know in the orchestra what... Because all you see is a, is a bloke there with a baton sort of waving it around. Yeah. And it is absolutely fascinating for me to watch the conductor because I try and, and sort of work out, you know, what these... It's just magical watching because all these notes come out and all you see is is a bloke there who obviously knows exactly what he's doing, same as yourself, uh, just waving a baton around. So, <laughs> you know, I, I should be watching you part of the time uh, to try and work oh, well, it all out. <laughs> so, <laughs> fascinates yeah. me, conductors do. So, now they're looking yeah. at the, the songs uh, in the Mikado. I mean, there's so many there that people would recognise as well. Uh, I mean straight off if you want to know who we are that that a recognizable song a wandering minstrel eye we, we play three little maids from school uh and everything and uh, the flowers that bloom in the spring what is your favorite from the mikado have you got a favorite um i don't know uh, let me think i i like i like the madrigal by Dawn's our wedding day in act two um, it's a very, it's, it's, it's a quartet, but we do something with it, which I won't divulge oh, yet. Yeah. You have to come and see, but we do something with it. And it, it's just a, a very well written piece by Sullivan. Brilliant. It's a quartet. Lovely. I, yeah. I can't wait to, uh, as I say, I've seen it before, so I should be listening out for, uh, for, for the differences. And I'm really looking forward to these differences as well. Now let's talk costumes because, when I came to Derby Theatre and I saw you in the Mikado, I mean, the costumes were just amazing. They're, they're brilliant costumes. What can we expect from the costumes in the Mikado uh, on, uh, on on this performance? Well, Helen, our costume lady, has she's actually made everything. I mean, she she made a lot of it for when we were going to do the show. And she's made... And most things are, are from from her. Uh, we know the men's, obviously the men's uh, attire is, is mainly, most of it is mainly uh, just proper stuff, but, but she's provided it. And, uh, but mainly, we're not setting it with kimonos and, but I won't tell, I won't spoil the surprise, oh. but they are costumed. Everybody is costumed. Mom, another little surprise for I can't wait now yeah. <laughs> to see it's so much different from what I, from what I saw before, and and I suppose that's the good thing about this, and especially with you being director as well, is that it's a little bit like Shakespeare. You know, you, you still get the magic of of the writers and everything, but it doesn't matter really what the costumes are as long as they don't change too much away from what they are, so people can recognise who the characters yeah. are. Um, so, to, yeah. yes, I am looking forward to this. So, how are tickets going? Very well, I must admit. It surprised me when I, you know, learned they sold over three hundred, which was, which is very, which is marvellous, which is a real great asset to the company. So there'll still be tickets left, so people can turn up. Uh, it's a big church. It's a modern church. It's a round church. Oh. Um, so it's it's a it's a nice it's very nice and a lovely acoustic, which is another thing which is marvellous. The acoustic of St Peter's is very, very good indeed. I am so looking forward to this weekend now. <laughs> it's at St Peter's Church in Ravenshead. It's on Sheepwalk Lane. It's uh, Friday the 17th to Saturday the 18th of February. There is a Saturday matinee at half past two um, as well. Uh, ticket, can, can, 
I, I didn't know whether I heard it right. Can people just pop down to the church and buy tickets on the door? Yes, just go pay on the door. That's absolutely fine. Marvellous yeah. stuff. It is going to be a brilliant piece of... Uh, of, of well, theatre. It's theatre. Gilbert <laughs> and Sullivan is theatre. It's theatrical. Um, yeah. and, and it's going to be incredibly entertaining. As I say, I've seen it before. I, I know the story. I love the story. I love the music of Gilbert and Sullivan. Uh, and, uh, and from what I hear, it's got a great cast as well. And a good director and conductor. Well, there we are. Producer. What more do you want? What yeah. more do you want indeed? So it's, as I mentioned, Friday the 17th to Saturday the 18th. There's the Saturday matinee. You've got three three chances to see. Only three. It should be more. Um, but three chances. Yeah. yeah, to see it. So, Stephen, thank you so much. It's been lovely to speak to you again. It's been years since uh, <laughs> since we chattered. Yeah. yeah so yeah. And next time, it'll have to be in the studio, um, I think. Thank you. So. Yeah. So we can play. Put me down. I'll put, I'll put your name down so you can definitely come in. Lovely. So, thank Stephen, you thank you so much. Have a great Sunday, and uh, and I'm thank looking you. forward to seeing you next Friday. Thank you very much. Cheers, Bye Stephen. Tell our mate. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did. And thank you.